Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Da's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Da. May the Lord bless you. Thank you for spending time with me today and listening to the Word of God. The Word of God say, "Behold, for the former things have come to pass, and new things I will declare." I believe that today God wants to teach you new things, give you new revelation by the Holy Spirit. Remember this: God doesn't want you to stay where you are. He has a new level of victory for you. And remember this: God wants to give you new opportunities, and He can give you more power and potential to meet that opportunity. God has great things ready for you in the future. Therefore, keep up your faith and stir up your faith on the inside of you. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I believe that today the Holy Spirit will teach you, and your faith will rise up to be ready for the new things that God has in store for you. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. <laughs> so glad to see you today, and it it is always my joy to be here in LA and in your church. I really thank God that your church is growing. Adjusting, growing, and the church will be the blessing for many in California. First of all, I would like to thank Pastor Sam and Pastor Sang, and all the collaborators in Christ, all brothers and sisters who serve here. Uh, I want to let all the brothers and sisters know that the reason Pastor Lan, I really thank God because you are the only church. Who embraced the Holy Spirit and the fire of God? Mm-hmm. You know you are bold enough. You are bold enough to stand and say that I need a fire, and I believe that as you serve Him together, and you may not see it in a week or two, but God will never fail us. God will surely bless you because you support the fire of God. First of all, I want to thank Pastor Sam, Pastor Sang, and all the brothers and sisters who join and know that uh, the Five God is good for the people. And I also really feel honor and privilege to be able to share the Word of God. And I keep on praying and praying what should I share with you. And the pastor give me the guideline that please share about the relationship among brothers. What is our role and what is the duty that we have for each other? And I kept praying. I came up with the topic of wisdom because we need one thing that help us is that we relate to one another with the wisdom of God. As we embrace the Holy Spirit, and we know that one part of the Bible say that the Spirit of God is the Spirit of Counsel. Is the spirit of peace is the spirit of wisdom. So, 
The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Wisdom. So when He dwells in us, you know what? We also have the wisdom. We also have the wisdom too. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. If you fear the Lord, you will begin to have wisdom. Wisdom of God is so much different from the wisdom of man. We can see very clearly that the wisdom of this world and the wisdom of God is so much different. For example, the wisdom of man said that you know what you have to keep, you have to hoard, you have to protect everything you have and you make. The spirit of God say, keep it out. Amen. Yes. Amen. Is, is it so different? You know. <laughs> Uh-huh. That is one of the way that we can see so clearly. The wisdom of man is that you have to climb up the ladder. You have to climb up by pushing somebody down. <laughs> is that right? Like you have to step on the shoulder of someone to go up. If you are in the business world, you know that people don't really care about your feeling. If they can climb up the ladder, if you can push you down, if you can. They can take advantage of you. They can step on your shoulder and go to another step. They will do. That is the wisdom of man. The wisdom of God is to lift other people up. Yes. Because when you lift someone up, you know what happened. When you lift them up, you also up. Yes. When you lift someone up, you also up. When you pull someone down, you also down. Because you are pulling down, so therefore you are also down too. That is the wisdom of God, which is different from the wisdom of man or the wisdom of the world. So today we are going to study about the wisdom of God. When I was walking to the room, I told Pastor Lau that I am also teaching myself. I also lack wisdom. I'm not there. I am learning. I am asking the Lord to give me wisdom. I'm asking the Lord to build me up. I am not arrived. This so long way. For me to go, also. Therefore, I'm not coming here and teach you all the magic, or you know, I'm not thinking here to like I am good, and because you are not there yet, therefore I'm gonna tell you what it is. I'm not at all. I'm learning with you according to the word of God. So first of all, I want to um um this wisdom passage we can also found in James one five to eight. I want to read. For you, and then I will continue to explain, and eventually you will get it. Amen. <laughs> Pastor uh, Kenny said, "Phrase one, phrase two, and phrase three, and eventually you will get it." <laughs> yeah, James one five to eight. But if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all men generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. God was talking about the wisdom in this passage. If we read back a little bit to James one four, in the book of James was talking about. Being mature and complete, wisdom help us to be mature and complete too. The Bible mentioned that God wants all of us to mature. God wants all of us to be complete. And then after that, He said that 
but if you lack of it you ask him if you lack wisdom you ask of God he said that if anyone lack wisdom let him ask of God because God will give you generously without reproach what does it mean it means that God will give you generously is like not a little but a lot everything you receive you receive by faith so when you hear the word of God you receive it by faith yes God will give me generously he will not give me just a little bit because God is not the a little bit God God is a over the top God <laughs> amen not only that he said that he will give you without reproach it means that he will give you without finding fault he will not find fault with you uh, I don't want to give you because you did not come to church for the last three months <laughs> he will not do that to you he will not that oh because this morning you were mad with your children and you throw something on the floor so I will not give you when you ask God will not take the embarrassing mistake even though you make a, an embarrassing mistake bad mistake or make wrong decision make wrong choice or anything but he said that if you ask of him he will give you without reproach mean he will give you without looking at your weakness and without finding fault like because you did, you did that I will not give to you God is not that kind of God so he will give not only generously but he will give us without finding fault so isn't it comforting I don't need to be perfect but if I ask God he will give me wisdom that is first thing that I want to share with you and Ecclesiastes 8.1 Ecclesiastes 8.1 says that who is like a wise man and who know the interpretation of things a, a man's wisdom make his face shine okay he said God said that who is the wise man the wise man is the man who can interpret things do you want to be a wise man yes, yes. yeah I, I want to be a wise man because I can interpret things whatever situation come in I can interpret oh and I can know right and he said that you know what a man's wisdom makes his face shy his face will be bright will be brightened by the Lord a lot of time you can see people who with long face or sad face or the man and woman who have like um, the face that is not happy you know why because probably he make a lot of mistakes that's why his face is not shy maybe he make a wrong investment <laughs> and he lost a lot of money in the stock you know for example and his face not shy but if he has wisdom and he make the right decision his face shy where wisdom come from who know where wisdom come from hmm. amen today I want to share with you the Word of God to make you even more confident where wisdom come from Job 28 12 to 20 but where can wisdom be found where does understanding dwell a man does not comprehend its worth it cannot be found in the land of the living the wisdom cannot be found in the land of the living the land of the living is this land you know the, the land that we are living in here God said that it cannot be found in the land of the living 
the deep say the the deep mean the deep part of the world แปลว่าเป็นใต้ดินนะคะหรือว่าแผ่นดินนะคะ the deep say it is not in me the sea say it is not with me it cannot be bought with the finest gold nor can its price be weighed in silver it cannot bought with the gold of ophir with precious onyx or sapphire neither gold nor crystal can compare with it nor can it be had for jewel of gold coral and jasper are not worthy of mention the price of wisdom is beyond rubies the topaz of kush cannot compare with it it cannot be bought with pure gold where does this wisdom come from where does understanding dwell wow not only that god said that it cannot be found in the land of the living god also mentioned not only in this part of the book of job but also in the book of proverb that he said that pre- that wisdom is so precious wisdom is is so precious in in value nothing that is valuable on this earth gold silver rubies sapphire topaz nothing can compare with wisdom it is more than anything it's way more valuable than all the valuable things of the world and not only that god is talking about wisdom another thing that god is talking about is understanding do you know that not only that wisdom is important or is valuable understanding is also valuable i really pray that all of you and including myself we dwell with one another with wisdom and understanding the understanding is so important when there is any situation happen you understand why it happen why the situation is like that you have the understanding with the one you live with and when you don't understand you tend to make wrong decision if you don't understand the situation if you don't understand the people if you don't understand the one that you live with you can make a lot of of mistake really therefore the understanding is so important if you have that understanding you are able to respond in the right way if you don't have the understanding you will not be able to make a right decision for example that's why we really thank god for the holy spirit the spirit of wisdom i always have this picture after pastor lao have taught us about holy spirit holy spirit the five god for so many years uh, with the testimonies of many brother and sister this is the picture i have is like when when you have the holy spirit is like you turn on the light and then that room is illuminated by the light and you can see the crock crush you can see whatever that is crawl on the floor because a lot crock crush melang sap นะคะน้อง many things you cannot see in the dark only when the light turn on that's when you see because the light illuminate and the darkness cannot hide from the light so everything that's in the light you can see thank god I really thank God. I want the fire. I want the Holy Spirit. I want the light to turn on because I want to see everything. When I can see everything, I will be able to avoid. Is that right? If I see, I will not fall into the ditch. I will not fall into wrong decision. I will not 
for because I could not see. I really thank God for the Holy Spirit and the fire and the light that He will shine in my life. Why God keep mention about wisdom? He keep mention about understanding. There are many places in the Bible is talking about understanding because God know that a lot of things we don't understand. But He said, "You know what? I want you to have the understanding." When you have the understanding, you are able to respond to the situation well. And when you make the right decision, make the right move, that is when you will be successful. If you understand about investment, if you have that understanding, you are able to make the sound and right investment, right? If you have the understanding, you will pick the right spouse. Isn't it important for you? If you pick the wrong spouse, think about it. What's gonna happen? You suffer. Right, but if you pick the right spouse, what happened? You're happy. Yes. It it really you know get involved with your life. So wisdom and understanding is so important. So now the Bible is talking about wisdom is so precious and valuable. And now I want to move on with uh, that. God continue to say in Job twenty eight twelve say that. But where can wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? <gasps> uh, I want to be there. I want to know. You know, where can wisdom be found? God said it is not in the land of the living. We cannot be found on this earth. Nowhere. Job twenty-eight twenty to twenty-three said that. From where then does wisdom come? And where is the place of understanding? It is hidden from the eyes of all living, and concealed. From the birds of the air, you see the eagle. The eagle flies so high, but still, eagle cannot see where is wisdom and understanding. Even the eagle cannot see. I mean, eagle see everything, and he can fly so high even above the storm. But God said that even the eagle cannot see it and conceal from the bird of the air. Destruction and death, powerful destruction and death. Say, we have heard the report about it. Without ear, I only heard about it. I don't know where it is. That is what destruction and death say. We have heard a report about it with our ears. Verse twenty-three say, "Only God understand its way, and He know its place. Only God know where it is." You know, but the sister. That's why go back to the first um, Bible verse that I was uh, reading for you. But if anyone lack of wisdom, It is from above. It is from heaven. Only God can go and get it for you. Amen. No one can get it because it is not in the land of the living. Amen. If people try to be smart and learn everything about this earth and this world, the wisdom of this world, they cannot find because it is not here in the land of the living. It is only from above, and that's why the Bible said that let him ask of God. Who will give to you generously and without finding fault? That's why the only way that you can get it that you need to ask from God. If you lack of wisdom, you need to ask from God. That is the only way God can go to where He knows and He will get it for you. Amen. Amen. I want to share with you more Bible verse. I really like this one because you know what? This is how God wants us to live. And find wisdom, okay. James three seventeen, but the wisdom that is from above 
again. The Bible says that the wisdom is from above. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So it's short, but it has a lot of meaning. And it's also really give us direction and give us the way how to find wisdom. Of course, we are all are in a different situation. The situation in our life, we have different problems, basically. We have different pressure and problem and headache and trouble and difficulties. We ask God when we are under that kind of pressure and difficulties or problem, then we ask God for wisdom, like, God, where should I buy the house? Or God, should I marry this guy or this girl? You have problem. Where should I go? Which church should I choose? All the pressure that you have, then you ask God for answer you and wisdom, and God will give you the answer. So I want you, every one of us, to take it by faith that God will answer you. Amen. But this is what the guideline that you need to have. Number one is that the wisdom from God, when you have the answer from God, you have to measure or compare with the Word of God. First of all, you have to compare if that, uh, if that answer, you know, that come into your mind, because when you, God gives to you, He drops into your mind, your heart, right? Is it pure? First of all, is it pure? I believe, because it also happened to me, I believe all of us, we all know in our heart what is right and what is wrong. We all know. Because we have the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we know. You know the thing that we are thinking. Is it pure or it is not pure? We all know. I want to encourage all of us that follow the Holy Spirit. Even though it come against your flesh. Even though it come against all the reason of the world. You have a lot of reason. The enemy also talk to you and give you the reason. The enemy also talk to you. The wisdom of man also talk to you. The Holy Spirit also talk to you. Which one you are going to go? Which one you going to choose? You see? But the first thing that you can compare, first of all, is it pure? That is it pure. For example, like you want that position in the company. You want the promotion, that position in the company. Then you ask God, God talk to you something. And then you have to come back. You know the way to that promotion or to that position, is it pure? Do you have to lie about your competition? <laughs> Do you have to say, yeah, my competitor is good, but he has some weakness, like he is lazy. Do you have to climb up the ladder with some trick, with some hidden agenda, or you have to push someone down so that you can get up there? Do you have to do that? When you are in this room, it's easy to say that, yes, I'm going to be pure. But when you are out there, when you are going to get the double pay, like Pastor Kenny, you're going to get the double pay now. You have to think, should I go, should I not go? You know, then you have to come back. Is it pure? Is it pure heart? Should I do that or should I not do that? You know, and, and many, 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 this situation, you will have to come back. Is my motive pure? Mm -hmm. But I want to really encourage Brother and sister, that go with the Holy Spirit. Go with the pure way. 
go with the pure way because that is the only when you will be successful. You may not see it now. You may feel that, but I'm gonna be a loser. That never mind. If you are the loser, okay, don't worry because the Lord will lift you up. He will lift you up. My daughter, when she was a student, she worked at Nordstrom, and then she can have, uh, you know, the Nordstrom uh, employee can have no, ha, thirty, thirty percent discount. That's a lot, right? But I make a decision in my heart that I'm not going to take advantage of that because I'm not working there. The company only give to her, did not say for family and friend. <laughs> right, but just give to her. Right, one day she bought a gift for Brandon, her boyfriend, or her fiance at the time, and then it was about four hundred dollars. The luggage she bought something that the discount was about two hundred. and then she said, "Mom, are you sure you're not gonna get that two hundred dollars?" And I said, "Chiku, no." Mommy is not gonna get that because if I get it now, I might pay later. <laughs> because you know what I tell you, whatever you sow, you reap it. Amen. You know I don't want to sow cheating. Then I'm gonna get it, and I want to be. Oh, I check with the Bible. It's better to be pure in heart. No, so I said, "Tiku, no, mommy, thank you so much for offering me that, but I'm not taking it. I think I pay it. Yeah, praise God. Yeah." So I think not only that, I did not have to live with my guilt feeling. You know that I'm taking advantage of the system of Nordstrom. You know, but not only that, I also unknowingly impart that spirit to my children. And I know, and I know, and I know. All the day of her life, my Tanida is my my daughter. I know. And I know, and I know that she will not cheat, because at one time she saw, you know, she saw the example of her mom that her mom decided not to. And 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 I know, you know, and but you know what? I have given something uh, great for my my daughter because when she does not cheat, her life will be good, because God can bless her because she does not have the habit of cheating. So that is byproduct. But the main thing is, we all need to check if what we are doing is it pure. The wisdom of God has to be pure. When you practice that in the eye of people, they might think that you are pretty stupid. You can have two hundred dollar discount or hundred twenty discount. I forgot. But then you did not take it. It's like you are a little bit stupid. I did not think God saw me that way. I think that is the wisdom of God. Uh-huh. Amen. And not only that. Thing can be pure, then peaceable. Is your action that you are going to take or respond is it peaceable? Does it bring peace? Because God said that be peacemaker. Yes. Amen. Be peacemaker. Are you responding to that situation? Does it bring peace? But then, sister, if is that situation bring peace, that is the wisdom of God. If you see strife, if you see fighting. If you see comparison, if you see anger, strife, fight, if you see chaos, if you see turmoil, you can tell that is not the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God need to be pure, then peaceable. It must be peace. For example, in a family, even though you are totally right, but you can be totally wrong because you make strife in the house. You can be totally right, 
I'm guilty of that. <laughs> totally. And I know, and I know. That's why I said, we know in our heart what is right and wrong. We either follow our flesh or we follow the Holy Spirit. If we follow the Holy Spirit, we might hurt in our flesh. It hurts because I have to come against my flesh. If you follow your flesh, you feel good because it's like you get it. You get what you want. Or, but also at the same time, the Holy Spirit inside you say that this is not right. So, brothers and sisters, I really encourage follow the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is peaceful way, not strife, not fighting, not chaos, not turmoil. It is peaceful. And sometimes you are totally right, but sometimes you have to be a peacemaker instead of being the people who stir up strife. Not first pure, then peaceable, then gentle. Is the responding. Either in the family, at the workplace, at the church, everywhere, is it gentle? Are you talking to the other person with gentleness, or you burn with anger, or you want to retaliate, or you want to show that you are you discontent, and you want to fight, you want to fight back because you're right. The other person is wrong. Therefore, God said that being gentle, and I think that especially this one, it really helps in the family, because if you're gentle, you can solve better than both parties scream. <laughs> you scream, and the other person scream louder and slam the door even louder. That is not gentle. But the wisdom of God is gentle. From now on, husband and wife, please practice gentle in your home. You are able to practice gentleness, being gentle. You know what? You know, and you are glad that you are following the wisdom of God. Amen. And the other one is willing to yield. Willing to yield is that it doesn't mean that you are wrong. You probably are right, but you are willing to yield. Okay, okay lah. <laughs> Singaporean. <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. That is the spirit of yielding, um, and if you are able to practice yielding, eventually you are going to yield to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, it's vice versa. It's in the opposite way. If you are able to yield to God, you are able to yield to people. You yield to God first. You yield to God. God, whatever you want, I will do it. Even though my feeling doesn't go, I will do it anyway. God. Whatever you want, I cannot do it, but I empower me so that I will be able to do it. You yield to God, whatever He say. That is when you are able to yield to people, because you are growing up, because you are more mature, and you are being empowered by God, and then you are yielding to the people. A lot of time, I have to tell you, when you are not yielding to people, is a sign you are not yielding to God. Is a sign. You can see that person is following the flesh, not the Holy Spirit. When you are talking to someone, and when you see that they have the spirit of yielding, they yield. Okay, even though maybe not my way, but that's okay. It is a sign of maturity. Probably that person is yielding to the Holy Spirit and yielding to God. If you don't have the heart of yielding, if you Cannot yield to anything. 
It's very hard to bear fruit. It's very hard to be effective for God. From now on, you know that when you have the heart of yielding to God, yielding to people, and not fighting, not try to get your way, that is the way of wisdom. And not only willing to yield, but full of mercy. Is your heart full of mercy? Are you merciful to that person? Are you merciful to your brother and sister? Are you merciful to your husband? Are you merciful to your wife? Are you merciful, or you want to prove that you are right, or you want to just get your way, and you are not kind to the other person? I really, you know, want to say that be kind, be kind. I remember one. He's a judge. And he did not say that he is a believer, but he judged. And every time there's a case come to him, and at the end, after he judged and everything, he always say, "Be kind to one another," <laughs> because he know people are not kind to one another. The kindness, a lot of time, it is not in our nature. We have to check our heart. Are you kind? You kind to the other person. What is kind? Kind mean you see that is the benefit of of the other person. I know that you know a lot of time I am not kind. I feel bad, and I want to change. And I said, God, please change me, because I I am not kind. A lot of time I feel so sorry that Pastor Lau come home and haven't eat dinner, and also he's tired from uh, operation, you know, and he has so many things he has to meet, many patients, and every patient come with different problem, and he has to sit there and listen to all their problem. And then when he come home, right away, I want to give him my problem. <laughs> After he come home, I said, I don't like it when you do this. Or do you know? Because you said that it, it bring trouble. The Holy Spirit remind me that you are not kind. You are not kind to your husband. If you are kind, you are going to be mindful about his condition. You are mindful about his situation, and. Just be kind to him. Kind is the way of wisdom. If you dealing with situation and you respond without kindness, that is not wisdom, brother and sister. That is not wisdom of God. It can be the wisdom of man because you get your way, but it is not the wisdom of God. I got my way. I can just blast to pass aloud, but I'm not kind at all. I want to be kind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> and also, not only that, full of mercy and good fruit, you need to be in the truth. Do you know that we lie to ourselves a lot? We lie to ourselves, and we live in the lie, and then the advertisement also give us the lie. You turn on the TV. They lie to you already. They say that soft drink is good. <laughs> is that right? They say soft drink is good. You better drink a lot of soft drink. It's not good, brother and sister. A lot of sugar. They lie to you, and a lot of things they lie to you. Like one time, they say that if you have this liquid, you are able to wipe out anything like markers and everything. I bought one. <laughs> Nothing came out. <laughs> Because they lie to me. We live in the world that they lie. They lie to us a lot. And all the advertisement, 
people lie everywhere. We need to come back. Whatever is true, whatever is true, we need to go with that. And also, we lie to ourselves. And a lot of time, I will tell you, and this is very true. People can make story in their mind. <laughs> For example, you saw someone come into the door. That person doesn't smile to you. Right away, you make a story in your head. He is mean. <laughs> he is mean. He is not friendly. You start making the story. He is not a good friend. He cannot be a good friend. You know, and all those things. But the, what is, is it? The truth? Maybe. Maybe last night he could not sleep. Some people could not sleep. You know that some people had a difficult time sleeping. And not only that, maybe he went through a divorce, and he was so sad, and he did not want to smile at you at that moment. And you already make a story in your mind, and that is what happening to many of us. How about you find out the real story first? Why? He is the person who he is, and why he is doing that. There's a person who come and live at our house for a while. He was not smiling at all. And you, you come and, and he is like, mm. <laughs> like that, you know. And then you try to say something, walk away, and he did not answer you. After Pastor Lau and I know him long enough, we knew he went to divorce. His mother reject him. His children are not his children. You know all kind of things that was happening to him. Therefore, he became the person he became. If I and Pastor Law had judged him, we would not be able to help him. Therefore, that's why the Bible says that whatever is true, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is trustworthy, whatever is noble, whatever is loving, think about those things. Do not think of the thing below. Think of thing above. Philippians 4:8. Whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is trustworthy, whatever that is good, whatever is noble, think about those things. Therefore, we have to train our mind to think about those things. It does not come naturally, but we have to train our mind. For example, the one that I train the most in my heart, my mind is that: Is it true? That situation, is it true? According to the situation, are they lying to me, or is it true? Is it true? My husband doesn't love me. For example, is it true that my friend doesn't love me? Is it true that, according to the story I make in my head, is it true that one I am mindful the most? Is it true? Is it true that he is the person that everybody say he is? Not only that, is it loving to think that way? Is it praiseworthy to think that way? Is it noble? Am I have the noble character? I am not. Believe me, if I keep on thinking. Not the way of God. Long enough, I will not have noble character, and I will not have noble thinking because I'm keep thinking the earthly thing and not the way that God want me to think. That is the truth. That is trustworthy, noble, and loving thing that I should think. Therefore, we have to train our mind. Don't let the feeling, emotion, and also the way of the world teach you the way of the world. Think about what God teach you, and go that way. You will have wisdom. Whenever you follow the Holy Spirit, you have the wisdom because He is the Spirit of wisdom. The Word is not the Spirit of wisdom. It take you to destruction. Not only that, it would take you to the way of destruction. It, it pull everybody down to destruction too. 
therefore we have to turn around you know turn around it it will be very benefit very very uh, very beneficial for um, our family our own children our own children to you know that when the parent mom and dad walk with wisdom the kid will have wisdom too I believe Pastor Kenny walk his way with wisdom. That's why he produced you know, his sons and daughter to be a right kind of people. Because he walk in the way of wisdom, he walk in the way of obedience, he walk in the way of submission, he walk in the way of understanding that walking God's way is better than walking in the way of the world. He know that follow God is better than sin. He's not sinning. Against God purposely. That's why that spirit flow down, you know, to his son and daughter. It's good for your kid. Please, brother, sister, don't follow your flesh. Really, that is without wisdom. But walk in the way of wisdom. Okay, building the church the way of wisdom. Because he said that every institution will be passed away, but the kingdom of God will stand. He said that the gates of hell shall not prevail the church. It doesn't matter. Even though the hell come up to roar and, and threaten and everything, those things cannot stop the church. Amen. Therefore, choose the way of God. It's better support. Amen. Support the church. Let the five God go. Let the word of God go. Let the, you know, let the church stand. Becoming a soldier. Becoming a, the pillar of the church. So that the church will be strong and grow and touch California and touch the world to the end of the earth, right? I know that one of these days, you will be going with us to Europe. <laughs> you will be going with us to Thailand, Finland, Ireland, England, Switzerland. And I don't know where else because God will have to open the door for us. Amen. And you cannot go touch the world. Therefore, start now walking with wisdom. Amen. Hawaii. Amen. Okay, so I, I want to review this part for one minute so that you know James three seventeen said that listen carefully, take it by faith and get it to indulge spirit. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, pure motive, pure heart. And don't do anything that contradicts the Holy Spirit inside of you. Then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy, good fruit, those things. If you walk in those lines, you walk with wisdom of God. And the wisdom I read for you before is more precious than pure gold and all the jewelry on this earth. And nothing can compare with wisdom because those things can pass away, but the wisdom of God will stand. Amen. What does wisdom look like, right? I already read the Bible. Wisdom is right conduct. If you have right conduct, you have wisdom. Is it reasonable? Flexible, forgiving, peaceful, caring, courtesy. Treat people with courtesy, kind words. Those are the wisdom of God. Okay. However, but let him ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man expect that he will receive anything 
So that is one condition that God said that you cannot have double-minded. You have to go one way. That is faith. You cannot doubt. I want to tell you. I want to give you example, because I know that we don't have much time. For example, Lord, make me pure, but not yet. <laughs> yeah, because wisdom of God is about pure, right? Being pure. God, make me pure, but not yet. I'm not ready. See that? Double-minded. So what do you want? Pure or not pure? <laughs> God, I know that you will be able to heal the sick because you said that because you have the power to heal. But it is not for me, God. You have the power to heal, but probably not for me. See that? He doubt. He doubt God. And God said that if you go with that mentality, don't expect that you will receive anything from the Lord. But then, sister, I want to read this one this morning. The Holy Spirit dropped in my heart and I just write it down that when you don't doubt, this is what it means. You have commitment and you don't take it back. Okay? You have one heart. You have one goal. You have one direction. You have one faith. And you are in one accord. That is what you need to make decision. You are going to commit or not commit. Doubt. You know that. You want to commit? God, but I'm not ready yet. You back off. Okay? And then you have one heart and you have one goal and you have one direction. You want to have one heart, one goal. You, have one, you want to have one direction. You have to have one faith. And you have to have one accord. But then you say, no, I'll pull out. That is the way of God. He said that one accord. He said when two persons pray together in one accord. See that he did not want us to waver like the wave in the sea. One faith, one direction. Are you going to build the church or not? Make a decision. Really? Amen. If you want to build the church, then your heart consumed with how to build the church. One direction. Amen. Me too. I have to make decision. Because building the church is not easy. You face a lot of problem, And you face a lot of temptation. And you face a lot of conflict. Myself too. Pastor Lau is a man of vision. I am the one of the chief. <laughs> right? I am one of the chief. I have to make decision. Am I going to join him in building the church? Or I am not. I am not mean. I don't go fully. I am not cooperative. And I am not go fully. And that happened to me. I have to tell the brother and sister that happened to me. Like At first, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Because look like Serving God caused a lot of trouble in my marriage too. No time, all kind of things that is happening even in the family. Mm, I'm not sure. Should I? You have to make a decision eventually. I have to say, am I going to build the church or I am not? I am going to be the support or I'm going to be the hindrance. Really. If I keep doing that, I'm going to be his hindrance. Like, if I'm not cooperative, and I don't know, I'm not sure, and I back off, and I come back again, and I'm back off again, and I have doubt in my heart. I'm doubting. I do not have one heart, one mind, one accord with him. For example, then one day I have, I have to make the decision. Da, are you going to build the church? If I'm going to, I'm not going to, you know what, double-minded means you are, you are standing at the fence. You don't jump. 
you don't jump, you are at the fence. You're you're deciding, you're making decision, and you're not sure. You double-minded, you know. So, what do you want? Either jump in or jump out. That's right. You know, jump in or jump out, right? So I make decision. I'm jumping in. Wow! <laughs> I'm jumping in. Wow! <laughs> I like what uh, Tammy was uh, sharing. She said she she make decision to love Pastor Lau. No matter what, you know, and then God keep deli- uh, deliver her from many things. You know, me too. I, I make that decision. I jump in. Huh? I jump in and I do not jump out. And then I know there w- there's still um, a lot of trouble in serving life. Difficulty when you build the church. That's a joy of building the church. And at the same time, you are carrying the church on your shoulder. And all the pastor know you are carrying the another baby, <laughs> the big baby on your shoulder everywhere. My heart, I want to be a builder. I do not want to be hindrance. So I jump and make a decision, no matter what. You know there might be perfection in our serving life, but that's all right because that is wisdom of God. Because God said that do not be double-minded. He know that when you have double-minded, you don't get done anything. Really, you don't get done. You go everywhere. I had uh, talked to Kun Toy about a little story that is very fun. I like that. Kun Toy also like it too. Two shepherds in Israel, and they come together and they saw each other and they greet each other. They're so happy. I think that the shepherd were walking, you know, in the desert or in the field, and they never saw anyone except the sheep. <laughs> right. So when they see each other, they hug each other and everything. Each of them have large flock. And then now they mingle. <laughs> now the flock or the sheep they mingle. Like the third person looking like. So now, how are you going to know which sheep is which? You know, like they all look the same. They are white and puffy. <laughs> but the shepherds seem to be okay, and they hug each other, kiss, holy kiss each other, and then after that they left. And the first shepherd go on the left, and the other shepherd go to the right. You know what happened? The sheep follow their shepherd. <laughs> They separate and they follow that shepherd, right? They know that shepherd. We have to have one heart, one mind. First of all, you will not be double-minded. You have to know who is your shepherd. And then he, he just go and the chief follow. The person who do the YouTube even make a remark. Even the chief know that shepherd. <laughs> even the bear, you know, the little chief they know. We are human. We are even better. We cannot have double-minded. Make up our mind. What you want? What do you want in life? And that is the uh, wisdom of God, and you will go somewhere. I want to share with you that God gave to us without reproach. He said that it's only from Him, cannot be found in the land of the living. You can have the measure from the Word of God that the thing that you are thinking in your heart is it wisdom or not wisdom, and you can measure by the Bible and not not my word, but the Bible that. Is pure, is peaceable, is gentle, is willing to yield, and full of mercy and good fruit. Is that right? And also, God wants us to have one heart, one mind, one heart, one mind, one accord, one direction. Amen. So that we can go somewhere. And those are the things that I share. Is wisdom of God and not wisdom of the world. But if you take it and you practice it, believe me, you're gonna be successful because that is what God say. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Da.
Just want to make quick summary of what he say. I listened and I learned something, and God want to speak to all of you that in this world there are three aspect: physical, mental, or we call soulish, S-O-U-L-I-S-H, and spiritual. The wisdom of God is of the Holy Spirit; is from above. I have seen so many Christians who claim that they are smart and they figure out everything in their mind: how to get this, how to make my wife do that, how to make my husband, how to make my pastor do this. It's all soulish thing. It's all the mental thing, cunning, planning, manipulation, and they think that is the wisdom of God. But actually, it's not wisdom. It's man think. It's man smartness. That's why the Book of James warns us that if it's really the wisdom, it must come from the Holy Spirit. It, I, I conclude what you say. It will not contradict the Bible, and also it will not never contradict the character of God. Any time that you think you have smartness and wisdom of man. And trying to manipulate things, it will not produce peace. It will not produce surrender or gentleness and kindness. But if it's from the Holy Spirit, you can feel the peace, the kindness, the gentleness, fruit, and right on the truth. So I want to encourage all of you from now on learn how to walk. In the wisdom of the spirit, and that's why our church emphasizes so much in teaching the Bible, because you, the Bible is a guideline to to tell us that your thinking is from God or from man. Your, your thinking doesn't go along with the Bible; is from man, not from God. You can use all kind of reason to argue with me. I don't care. I'm gonna stick with the Bible. This is the key. You can use all kind of reason to argue with me, but I'm gonna stick with the Bible. Number two, our church emphasizes a lot on maturity or character. You need to have the character of God, and the character of God is pure, kindness, gentleness, fruitfulness, truthfulness, loyalty. So you can tell if you think you're smart and you said you quote that this is the wisdom from God. But it produced so much chaos, heartache. People get mad. This is not wisdom. It's soulish thing. It's the human manipulation. So, husband and wife or church member, when you deal with each other, deal with the wisdom, not with the soulish manipulation and man's way of trying to do something on each other because it's going to produce fighting in a church, hatred, divorce, all this stuff. So we need to stick. With the wisdom, and that's another reason I like to lay hand, get people filled with the Holy Spirit. Because when the fire of God touch you, it will kill your flesh, kill your mind, and more of the Spirit in you, so that you can walk in the Spirit with the wisdom of the Spirit, not in the flesh and not in the mental. That is my conclusion. After Pastor Dato, I listen and say, "Wow, very good teaching," but I want to make a conclusion. Yeah. yeah thank you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. 
If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.